Now there are a lot of couples shows. There's a dating game, newlywed game, family game, baby game. They don't have divorce game. You've seen the shows, bunch of couples sitting around giggling. Hmm? Ask him dopey questions. Do you have any pet names? Yes, Godzilla. <laughs> if you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. There is a separate. There is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. <laughs> you serious? That's that's gonna be awesome when you're doing that the whole show in people's ears. We've started eating pizza during the show, yeah. folks. I'm sure people really want to hear that. Guess what it is, and you'll win a prize. Annoying. All right. So you're still not telling anybody any more details. No more details yet, folks. Just know that I'm in a much better mood. Um, you know what I'm going to start doing, though? I am going to start... Throwing some stuff out there. That's uh, what's going on with me. What's new with me. Okay. Uh, stuff that's putting me in a good mood. A um, couple things. One, um, I, uh, I I re-watched um, Jackie Brown. Did I tell you that? No. So fucking good. That mo- That has got to be one of Tarantino's best movies. Hmm. Really. Um, also, I do have to say that um, I also watched um, From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay. Also... I mean, just weird movie. Um, a lot of fun. Very fucked up. Um, I hate him as I an say? actor. I, I really do. do. I really um, do. Although Jackie Brown is, is I honestly believe it's his best movie. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. I also rewatched uh, Reservoir Dogs. I was sort of on a thing. I would say so. Um, Reservoir Dogs was all right. Reservoir think, Dogs is great. The, the more times you watch it, the more... It it loses its luster. Um, I don't know that it's lustrous at all. No, I mean, when, okay. Um, but I think like I, I definitely definitely found myself just sort of like just sort of waiting for favorite bits of mine. Yeah. So that's what it turns into. Doesn't yeah, it? exactly. So, but in Jackie Brown, which I I had only seen I think twice before, mm. I um. And it was long enough time ago that I could go, oh, man, I don't even remember this. Okay. Like, I don't even remember this scene. I don't remember it looking like this in the mall. Like, when the fuck did they go to the mall? Like, no recollection of that. That's the end. Yeah. So, uh, really, really good. So, anyway, um, 
good stuff. Uh, what else? Got a new apartment, so yeah. very excited very about nice. that. So um, and not I'll be moving and not even soon. in a shitty town. Nope, nice town, um, nice just little one bedroom. Very excited about that. So that's all great. I want to thank the folks who have, um, you know, again, reached out with some kind words and stuff, knowing that I'm going through some shit. But I got to tell you, um, through the grace of great friends and um, a sense of humor and a very small alcohol problem, I am uh, I'm coming out of the other end of this. So yeah. um, and it's uh, I, I mean, there are other hurdles to, to, to get over and stuff. But overall, um, this was a good week. What a good mood. Those other hurdles are purely, like, academic. Yeah, exactly. Point, I mean, procedural, if anything. Yeah. So, um, but that's, uh, that's what's going on with me. Frank's in a great mood good. a month that, later. That was the important part, was getting, so, your, getting your brain in yeah, the right place. Yeah, because once I get past sort of, like, being really worried about what's going to happen, right. then I can start channeling myself into just sort of being like, Oh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. So, yeah. um, so anyway, let's um, let's do. It. How was your week? It was all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Girls off to school today. Yeah, technically I'm on vacation, um, but uh, it's just it doesn't feel like it. I haven't been sleeping well. You know, just the whatever you had going on. I think I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it's like when 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 you're so stressed and so tense for so long, and you just don't let it show that things are a big problem. And when when things stop being a problem, and you can relax, your body kind of revolts, and it's like, no, I like being tense, and then it gets double tense. Nah. I think that's why I can't move my neck more than like forty five degrees, but. Um, it's all right. Girls have been getting on my nerves. I don't say that a lot. I don't <laughs> complain about them. But um, no matter what we do, we can't get them in bed at the time we want. Because we just can't. Yeah. We try. It's like, okay, it's 730. Get ready for bed. What do you mean it's quarter after 10? <laughs> no, they don't go to sleep that late. But it's like it was 830 yesterday, which is all right. That's better. Tonight was about 8. 40 because Ellen told them to go up and um, get in bed. And then uh, she said, you know, they're probably waiting for you to tuck them in. I'm like, I guess. All right, I'll go up there. And um, tonight I didn't scare the living shit out of them before they went to bed. So that was good. Because uh, I cut so much time off. Ripley will be in her bedroom, which is in the front of the house. The door to upstairs is in the back. So I, I, they never hear the door click yeah. closed or anything, and I just make random monster noises. Oh, that's when I when I walk in not upstairs, terrifying at and all. And they scream. I want them to like not be afraid of stuff. So like, instead of screaming, I want them to like stop and be like, "What was that?" Yeah, just worry them you when know? they start yelling. Bring your motherfucker! Yeah. Oh no, that's that's kind of what I'm going for. Is the, <laughs> I ain't afraid of your shit. Um, so, but today it was just it was it was it was the the 95 percent humidity and the heat and just all kinds of things just put together with one little girl who wanted a doll and yeah. pouted about it and it's like. No, no, no. You don't get toys every day. You're not 
that awesome. Right. You're close, but not. No, nobody gets toys every day. Chill. And then it's just, you know, the one thing after another where she doesn't want to do anything. So she's making excuses and, you know, sliding things off to the side. And the sister's doing it all. And it's like, ugh. It's like you just want to you just want to yell. Mm-hmm. You can't. Because right. what good does that do? Yeah. But they started school. They're excited about school. So I can't. I don't, I don't right. want to taint that with me being totally frustrated but it's also because like i I've, I've been having a lot of trouble breathing lately i don't know if it's the air quality or if there's pollen or there whatever's is there's a round on. of allergy stuff going on i got a little bit going on ellen's, ellen's um, got something now some that sounds like a summer cold yeah and yeah i had a little bit of that too last week i had it over the weekend i take a day off so i've been waking up in the so middle of the bad. night twice a, twice a night uh needing my inhaler like that's bad when it wakes me up yeah um and I just I don't feel like I've been sleeping enough, so I'm a little I'm a little out of it. Yeah, you can see when I tried to add the tip onto the pizza, I'm like I don't yeah, know what seventeen math. and five is. Fuck, I got I got to add two letters together at this point. But. <laughs> no, but I like their teacher. She's um, she she's she's got that look to her that says that she's got her shit together. She's not one of those that's frazzled. She's in control, but not strict like a nun. No. Like that's just the vibe I get off of her. She um she knew who they were before they were yep. in the class. Um did um did the teacher send a letter out like during the summer and just sort of a hey, looking forward to meeting you kind of no. thing. They do that up in It was uh, in it was in their folder their first day oh, okay. where she explained um the different degrees that she has and stuff and yeah that she, little intro her kids went to that school that kind of thing so that's nice um she gave each of them a packet with different things in it there was um a lifesaver smarties a bookmark a pencil and eraser and every one of them had a meaning um and that was that was nice she didn't have to do that that was nice we are in the peanut free room so whatever which is fine. They, they they all eat in the in the in the gym, which is also the cafeteria, because uh, it's a smallerish school. Um, so there is a peanut free table that's cleaned better and separate. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just the snacks because they still have snack time apparently in first grade. I didn't oh, think yeah. that was a fucking thing. Yeah, you um, don't lose snack time until like middle school. Really. Yeah. We didn't have fucking snack time. You didn't have recess. Yeah, you did. We had recess. We had a half hour of recess. They don't. They have snack time, but no recess. Do they run around after lunch? I don't know when their recess is. What I really got to do is like actually go over there and pay attention to shit. Because mm. a six-year-old can't accurately tell you what time they did things. Ah. Um, so the snack has to be peanut-free because the room has to stay peanut-free. Yeah. But we can still pack them peanut butter and jelly as long as they wash their hands. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah. It's not a big deal. They can hold a room hostage with, you know. Two paydays. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you, you could actually, you could actually um, genocide with, with, oh, yeah. with two paydays. When the fuck did penis become a thing? I didn't know anybody when I was a kid who had a fucking peanut out. I honestly think that it has something to do with the hyper-clean environment some of these kids are growing up in because like we have we have dogs and cats and we haven't 
I would say um, average <laughs> clean house. <Yeah. laughs> and they, they, they're not allergic to anything. Ripley might have a pollen allergy, but we haven't actually had that figured out. I didn't grow up around pets. The house was super clean. Ellen's was the uh, not the opposite. She didn't live in a pigsty, obviously, but like she had That's pets and, and stuff. And she didn't have allergies, but I did. And it's, uh, I don't you know. know. You never know. I don't know. I don't know where the peanut thing comes from, but I, I honestly think it's. But it really just seemed like. From like using disinfectants and sanitizers. Like out of and nowhere, stuff. it seemed like in the mid to late 90s, like, oh, oh fuck, don't bring a <laughs> peanut near a school. Yeah. Yeah, we worked with somebody whose girlfriend was like deathly allergic. She couldn't hear the word peanut without like her throat closing up. Uh, so, like, like I, I think I remember him saying that he had a peanut butter cup hours before yeah. he picked her up at school and he gave her a kiss and like she had to go to the hospital. Uh, That's fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. See what happens. See what we do a good show when we rehearse. <laughs> we should rehearse then. I know, right? Um, what did I have here? I had a cracked article about DC. Oh man, is it another like DC sucks and they need to do this? I'm getting tired of that. Everybody's shitting on DC. Just let, see what they're gonna do. Four signs DC Comics has no clue how to make superhero movies. There it is. <laughs> But you know what? DC does know how to make superhero TV shows. And animated stuff. It's the live action stuff that they're handing to the wrong people. And there are some decent points in here. So with The Rock uh, confirming that he's going to play Black Adam in a Shazam movie, which is good. I think that's some good casting. Okay. Um, I thought it'd be good to break out the old DC Marvel thing. Because the Marvel animated stuff, it's kind of crappy. I'll admit. It's the Marvel stuff, I don't watch it. Yeah. I tried. I just eh. like there's a couple of shows that are okay. I like Shield because I went all the way through to the end of the season, and yeah. I'm and I'm looking forward to Agent Carter because of her and the time frame that it's set in. So, but yeah, let's. Uh, so number four, DC's doing the exact opposite of what made Marvel successful. DC can't just copy Marvel's film formula, so they're contrasting. Namely, DC's embracing the gritty overtones of the Christopher Nolan Bat trilogy, which painted a shit t- oh, which printed a shit ton of Bat dollars. Reactions to the Dark Knight Rises, notwithstanding, instead of Marvel's pop superheroics. Also, DC is flip flopping the structure of the Avengers. In that film, Marvel took an armful of superheroes most of whom had prior films to establish their characters and tossed them all into the same movie. If you hated Thor, it didn't matter. You could ignore that character and instead relish Iron Man's banter, Captain America's befuddled good looks, or Hawkeye's hawk stuff. (laughs) Uh, DC wants a piece of Avengers $1.5 billion pie, except they don't have the time or patience for all that universe-building claptrap. For 2016, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. I really, I can't get over that title. That's yeah, a terrible title. Yeah. The strategy appears to be, let's make a bullia base out of our intellectual property. <laughs> Batman vs. Superman seemingly pulling an amazing Spider-Man 2 and throwing in new and unknown versions of Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and presumably the first big screen appearance of Lady Cop. That's clearly a joke, but there is the first issue of Lady Cop. (laughs) Um, So what's the problem with this strategy? 
Only after DC has raked in the requisite $2 billion with both Batman vs. Superman and 2018's Justice League will we likely see a Wonder Woman or Aquaman movie in, uh, Aquaman in their own films. I know. Fuck Aquaman. This, of course, assumes the inevitable scene where Aquaman castrates a humpback whale that doesn't cause audiences to cry themselves to sleep. And whatever do we mean by that? No idea, man, but that, now I feel uncomfortable. I kind of need a hug. DC, number three, DC mistakes dark for realistic. And I was thinking about this. You saw, you saw Winter Soldier, right? I did. Okay, that had dark overtones to it. The the brainwashed amnesiac soldier from fifty years ago, the the NSA surveillance uh, murder, flying murder platforms. Like yeah. it's a dark movie, right? Yeah. But it's colorful and it happens during the daytime. Yeah. So it doesn't look like it's not the colors aren't washed out. None of that. So. so okay, it says it's not just the plots that have been super serious with DC; it's the outfits as well. Zack Snyder, quote, tried like crazy to keep the red briefs on Superman's outfit. I don't understand that at all. Superman uh, wears red underwear on the outside of his outfit. Just to boil it down to, you know, an easy to discuss yeah. thing. Why, why, why be embarrassed about what they look like? Why not call Arrow Green Arrow? He's the fucking Green Arrow. Why not call Black Canary Black Canary? Because the same reason they couldn't, they didn't call the Superman show Superman or Superboy. They called it Smallville. Uh, Lois so and Clark. So you know what we're talking about, but we're not going to talk about what you and I all know what we're fucking talking about. I, I just, I, The Flash, let's, all right? Let's be clear. Yeah. Let's look at The Flash. The Flash. He runs super fast. He leaves the red streak. There's a little bit of lightning in there. It's, it's all you It's need. like the cartoons, yeah. right? He's he's kind of he's charismatic. He's a little bit flippant, but not a in kid. a terrible way. And there, the, the for in the pilot episode, he fights Weather Wizard, and Gorilla Grodd is is hinted at. Sorry, spoiler alerts. <laughs> Whatever. They don't show the gorilla, but like that show. Is what Arrow needs to turn into. They need to have super villains, not just villains. There needs to be like like one character who they hint at whose name is used should turn into the character that he actually is. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to not spoil anything there at that point since I dropped the Grodd thing. Yeah, because I want to see um, that. I gotta keep watching it. Like, it's one of those things, like, if you're not familiar with the character, it would be a total surprise when he right. comes back as somebody that you, a name that you know. And that, that would be pretty cool. Like, like they they hint toward um, Blue Beetle and, and a whole bunch of other characters. And it's like, just, okay, with the explosion at Star Labs that starts Flash's, you know, whole origin. Yeah. Then, uh, then you can have the metahuman stuff, which is going on. And... Green Arrow looks fine with the hood, you know. He's got the he's got a mask now yeah. instead of smeared on green. He looks like Green Arrow, a hero. Yeah, he just needs to grow that that Van Dyke, and yeah. everything will be all right. Uh, I would be fine if it was like a Big Daddy thing from Kickass, where he like put that <laughs> on. Can I? The one thing that bugs me about Arrow, and this is so stupidly superficial. Okay, in one case, 
in his in his hideaway. He's got his arrows and his bow. Yeah. And in the other case, he has his costume. And every time he's like, guess I better suit up, for instance, right? And he yeah. grabs the bow. And I'm like, why the fuck are you grabbing the bow first? Yeah. Get fucking dressed. Because <laughs> he's going to put that bow. down and get dressed. It would be just as dramatic if he grabbed the hood off the mannequin yeah. because it's like separate pieces right. and stuff. That'd be fine. Anyway, okay, so uh, ultimately they were cut from the film, the, the Superman's underwear, uh, because biologically impossible humanoid extraterrestrials in blue jumpsuits are fine, but if you can see his underwear, that's just too far. Similarly, the new Wonder Woman has lost her red, white, and blue garb because garb <laughs> Because nobody in the real world wears colorful clothing. Now she looks like she lost a fight with a bronze factory. <sighs> Compare that with Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel embraced the campiness of a talking raccoon, which allowed them to What's sne- a raccoon? <laughs> which allowed them to sneak in some surprising pathos. Meanwhile, DC is obsessed with making their films realistic, apparently unaware that the entire concept of Superman is completely fucking ridiculous. Nobody's particularly surprised by the rumors from DC that a no jokes after Green Lantern bomb policy is on the books. That has been unsubstantiated, by the way. I don't know. Why go super serious? I don't know. Number two, they don't know why the Dark Knight was good. (laughs) DC has bet it all on the screenwriting prowess of David S. Goyer since he was the co-writer of the Dark Knight trilogy. This makes perfect sense. Except that it makes no fucking sense. Here's what Goyer had to say about the writing process for the Batman films. Chris is great. The best experience I ever had was working with Chris. It's a very open environment. We fight, we argue. Chris is always going to take the last pass on these scripts going in. He's a writer as well as a director, kind of 50-50. So he's always going to get in there and take that last crack at it. When you look at it that way, it sounds like Nolan is actually the screenwriting genius and Goyer is just along for the ride. But that assessment really short sells the writer of such films as Blade Trinity, Jumper, (laughs) The Unborn, and Ghost Rider 2. And then they show a couple of scenes from The Dark Knight. One is Batman uh, standing in the wreckage of where Rachel was, and the other shot is the Joker in the cell before he starts clapping, or after he clapped. I'm not really sure. They go on to say, see how the film manages to be dark and colorful at the same time? Both scenes are bathed in a strong blue with patches of orange for the for the flames or green for the Joker to liven up the scene. Compare that to the promo images from Batman versus Superman. All of Superman's colors are faded and washed out, while Batman is nothing but gray. Hell, in Man of Steel, the red S on Superman's chest in broad daylight was more faded than the Joker's <laughs> lipstick at night. <laughs> And this is from the website Cracked, so they ask. But Cracked, what's so bad about Gray, you plead while listening to Macy Gray and reading the picture of Dorian Gray? The problem is that the color Gray makes us sad, and there's a link to it, so there'd be scientific proof, blah, blah, blah. And nobody goes to a comic book movie to feel sad. the last chicken. Okay. Even if they did knowingly watch Green Lantern. But don't tell that to DC, because they're going all in with horrible bleakness, even for Superman. And number one, they don't understand why Superman is important. He's not. Remember when Snyder directed Watchmen? At least that made sense. Snyder does bleak films, and Watchmen was supposed to be a cynical look at the limits of superheroes in the real world. 
But then they unleashed Snyder on Man of Steel, and that's how we ended up with a bunch of realistic gobbledygook about interplanetary genocide. So now that they've got Snyder determining the general tone of all the film versions of their superheroes, DC's doubling down on dark and gritty. This may work for Batman, but this will kill Superman faster than a kryptonite enema. Take a look at this screenshot from Superman, the animated series, which ran from 1996 to 2000. And it's Superman outside of a gigantic, uh, like, C-130 airplane. Uh, The series is colorful and optimistic because Superman is an inherently optimistic character. I'd see. I'd I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Superman's always been the everyman people's champion who can do anything and right any wrong while never stooping to the bad guy's level. His earliest nemeses were corrupt public officials and landlords. And let's not forget that his archenemy, Lex Luthor, is an evil CEO. And when you embrace the characterization of Superman, it's not impossible to have the hero address serious issues. Here's one of the greatest Superman moments of all time. Perfect self-contained scene from Grant Morrison. And um, basically it's a girl on the ledge of a building who's going to jump. And uh, Superman comes up behind her and says, your doctor really did get held up. And then goes on to talk and he hugs her. Because Superman's a stand-up guy. Superman is... There's more to it, but I didn't want to... You know, reading a comic panel out loud would be... (laughs) Uh, Superman is the ultimate aspirational hero we wish we we could have and could be. And without further ado, Snyder's opinion of that particular line of thought. Now, this is a quote from him. I think that, honestly, the thing I was surprised about in response to Superman was how everyone clings to the Christopher Reeve version of Superman, you know? How tightly they cling to those ideas. I really wanted to show the violence is real, people get killed or get hurt, and it's not fun or funny. And I guess for me, it was like I wanted a hero in Superman that was a real hero and sort of reflected the world we live in now. And then the article goes back and says, Yep, Snyder noticed that Americans love the idealized heroic Superman and his response is to give us the exact opposite. He actually said Superman is not supposed to be fun. Which is probably why I didn't like the movie. It really just didn't end up being... Cavill was fine. He was a good Superman. Just give him something better to do. the, The article closes by saying, Look, we already have enough harrowing shit in our lives. America is one of the most depressed nations on the planet. And DC Comics, we don't need you invoking 9-11 in a fucking Superman film. We need a dose of optimism, and you need to stop getting your asses handed to you by a raccoon nobody knew the name of three months ago. <laughs> you know what's funny about the 9-11 thing? Huh. Um, I was in a, where was I, a Walgreens or something like that, and a couple of customers ahead of me... Uh, the woman tells him the total, she, uh, and the total was four eleven, right? She goes, ah, so that's you know four eleven. He looks at her, he goes, never forget. <laughs> Wait, and the girl looked really, really, really fucking confused. I thought it was yeah. fucking hilarious. That's pretty good. That's I pretty just good. thought that was so funny. He's just like, but he was dead. So he goes, never yeah. forget. It's like wow. That was funny. I used to have people when uh, at the first theater I worked at, if you bought a small popcorn and a small drink, it was $3.57. All right. So some people liked that. Some people didn't. My favorite thing, hands down, in any place I've ever worked is when the total comes to $6.66. Oh, yeah. No, you know what I get? Crazy motherfuckers will buy the first thing 
closest to them just to change the total. Oh, God. I get people going. I'm like, hey, that'll be 420. He's like, God, I wish. <laughs> okay, check that box. Good. Um, what is that with clearly Canadian? Oh, I don't know. It says the uh, 90s. I have no nostalgia for the 90s. Me neither, because you're too old. Okay. So that that's all it really is. That's right? all it is. All that's right. all it. Because, like, we look at that stuff for the 90s and go, yeah, fuck you. So uh, that's, just, that's, that's, the, that's the decade I was trying to get laid. You know, so. I don't have any nostalgia. Nostalgia is for before you, you, you were having sex, I think. Oh, just, you know, when you were, like, for us, <laughs> for us, it's the 80s. Yeah. You know. For everybody, it should be the 80s. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I forget what I was going to say. I really don't know. You know, you love the '80s as much as I do. There's a book that you would you would actually really, really like it because uh, it's all about video games as well. It's oh. called Ready Player One. Okay, have you heard of it? Uh, it's maybe fairly recent. It's uh, and actually, it would be great on your iPad. Okay. And uh, it's about this kid who is, um, he's trying to find a treasure that's left behind by this games guru. Um, and the guy was like a huge 80s fan. It takes place in like 2045. Oh. You know, dystopian society kind of thing. It's, it's going to, it's going, it, it's, it will be a movie. I guarantee it. It's just like so perfect for a movie. Well, let, let me look um, it up on IMDb here. Because it could already be, be being Yeah, it, it would not surprise me in the least. The guy who wrote it, I guess, is a screenwriter. Taking too long because I'm updating Dropbox. In development. Yeah. So, But Let's so far, the book is pretty good. Oh, not, not a whole lot here yeah, going no. on. The book's only a couple of years old. Is it? I'm waiting for Robo Apocalypse to finally get off the fucking yeah. ground. I started reading that and I like it because it's a whole bunch of different stories, um, in different time periods and stuff. Uh, but yeah, not not necessarily time periods, but within years of each other, yeah. I should say. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about old video games. Yeah, we were. <clears throat> and um, let's let's go back to that. All right. Um, did you, did you, you grew up in Malden, you said, right? Yeah. So did you, what was your arcade? Our arcade was, um, it was the bowling alley. Oh, okay. All right. A lot of games there or just a lot a of games. All right. So the highlights there were, there were a couple places you could go. You could go, um, to that bowling alley. There was another place sort of down around the corner that was a little bit divier, a little bit scarier. Okay. Um, but mostly it was the bowling alley. And um, what's really, really interesting is kid I went to high school with, Gary Christensen, mm. uh, worked at that bowling alley. He was the fucking master of Defender. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that. Oh, man. my That's God. A- I love that fucking game. And he played that game. And, um, like, it was watching a master. He was amazing. And he worked at the bowling alley. He was just fucking amazing. <laughs> right? And... Um, and he worked there like all through high school. He's the mayor of Malden now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. So um Interesting. Yeah. But um great guy. Great guy. One of the very few politicians that I you know know that like you know what, like he's he's always been 
like a politician, but not in a douchey fuck you way. Okay, he's been a poli- in that you know he wants to do to do well, and according to uh, my dumbass fuckhead of a sister who lives <laughs> in that city now. Um, Last I heard, he's doing a great job. People really like him. He's very popular. Good. So she's a stupid fuckhead. But um, sorry, a little rage there. But anyway. That's, um, that's a story for another time. Yeah. Uh, that, that's going to be a fun story to, hear, to, oh to listen to. So, um, yes, yeah, but yes. that it was that game. It was Defender. It was... Uh, they had a great Tron game. They had was Zaxxon. it Tron or Discs of Tron? No, it was Tron. Mm. There was uh, the other one, that karate game with the two guys. It was the the two guys. Was that Kung Fu? Yeah. Okay. It was just the one was red, like one is in white or something like that, and it was just like you could win in like two moves or some shit like that. And it was just always just like, yeah, okay, next round. That's before Street Fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah, but in a lot of ways, it was a lot more difficult. Yes. Wait, is that it? Let me see it. This this one was... um, No, that's not it. Do karate. Yeah, it probably was just karate, wasn't it? Probably. I just typed karate game into <laughs> into Google. What the fuck is wrong with me? This Let's one? See. This one. Where, yes, it's that one. Yeah. Karate, karate champ. Karate champ. Oh, my God. That yeah. game was so fucking awesome. Look how terrible the graphics I know. are. But you know what? It, was, it wasn't even about the obvious. I mean, you look at it now when the graphics are just disgusting. But <laughs> to look at the – to play that game was – like it was, like I said, it was like two moves with the joysticks. What you, you came in, yeah, and you know, it was just you. You got hit. You were down. That was it. Um, it was yeah. fantastic. Obviously, you know, asteroids. Um, always a favorite. I was never a big Pac-Man guy. Never a big Miss Pac-Man. Mm. Uh, mm. Donkey Kong, a little bit. Tempest. Oh, I remember Tempest. Tempest mm. wasn't bad. I like Tempest because it was it was a different kind of kind of thing. It wasn't it wasn't in Galaga. It wasn't you know. It and was, it was also one of those things that like it was sort of a twisty version of just a button masher. Oh yeah, because you could spin that fucker and yeah, stab at the was fire no, button exactly, and lose was, every time. Exactly. There was no <laughs> nobody knew how to play that. It was just you just played it. That was great. You just go, bzz, 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 yeah. bzz. you know. Yeah. Then sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, I got to pay attention." Oh, fuck! Wow! It would just stab you in the fucking head. Yeah, drag you down into the into the depths of wherever the oh, fuck man. it was. I don't even know what the backstory on that shit was. Didn't need it. And Zaxxon mm. was crazy because just like, oh my god, it's that weird kind of like a three, three quarter three angle bullshit. Quarter angle bullshit. So you can't really fucking yeah. fly because you're just right. like, oh my god, I'm looking at it wrong. Yeah, the uh, Sega Master System had a 3D version of it. Oh fuck that! Yeah, that was tough. That was really tough. They had shuttered lenses that like attached oh, yeah. to the system. Oh wow! Yeah. But that game, I just remember the sounds from that game. You know, just like, you know, 
and then like it was it was so relaxing and so fucking right? hard because it was slow too. You yeah. weren't going very fast. No, and I just wondered who builds these rectangular weapons factories that are floating in space. It didn't. That that was a great fucking thing. It didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Space Harrier. Do you remember Space Harrier? Yeah. Oh. Was a dude in the middle of the screen. You move him around, and shit would come at you. That was a fun game. I was bad at that. I was bad at every game. Crystal Castles. It was more later, kind of Marble Madness. How about I that, remember one? that one? Remember Cubert? Oh yeah. Fuck Cubert. Yeah. Cubert was not. Cubert was not fun. Well, that was another weird sort of like. Like the dimensions of it was weird because you weren't coming right down. You were going, you were jumping up and down those steps at this weird yeah. fucking three quarter angle. And you could only jump at an angle. You couldn't jump straight. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Bart. Yeah. Snakes. Snakes and balls of purple goo. Uh. Hey, we've all been there, right? <laughs> balls of purple goo. And uh, Dig Dug. Dig Dug was fun. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That, one. Was, that was when games got more. There was more pattern with it. Like Donkey Kong had a pattern. Burger Time was another fun one. I like oh, Burger fuck Time. That. I didn't like that stupid stuff. Um, the fucking root beer game where you had to tapper. Yeah, I would not play root beer tapper. I would just play straight up alcoholic tapper. <laughs> um, it was it was that game was best with an actual tap controller. Like it would have the beer that was like on tap at the yeah. bar. And you, there we go. You pull the thing, and you, yeah, I was never really good at that. Um, God, what? Oh, fucking missile command! Yeah. Oh, that was annoying as so, fuck. So, and and that's a great thing about games from then, though. It was the same thing. Mm. It just got faster and yeah. more. Like you couldn't beat it. Asteroids, I think, is is the the pinnacle of difficult games because. It was so random. You yeah, shoot. You the never thing. played the same way no, twice. You, there was no pattern to it no. at all. Missile Command, I'd say, was the same thing. It had it had patterns. They would come from specific places, but the faster it gets, the right. There's no way yeah. to deal with it. Yeah, but asteroids. Fuck that. There was no way you were playing the same game twice. No. No, it just felt like the same game twice because you die in. Th- Four or five seconds. Yeah. Oh man, nothing worse hitting hyperspace. Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, oh, right, boom. In, right in the middle of five of them. Oh. I, you don't use the hyperspace button. That's the that's the key to the whole game. Well, no, but you're sitting there watching somebody play, and then you go, "All right, I'll see you later." Boom, hit them in the hyperspace. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that's you we were an to asshole. Stuff. We used to just fuck with each other. It was funny. The hardest part about that is that it wasn't a joystick. It was all buttons. Yeah. Because you just had to, like, turn and thrust. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, man. We're talking 30 years ago. 30. Easy. Easy. Oh, way yeah, definitely. More than, way more 30, than 30. 35 years ago. You remember uh, Sinistar? No. What was that? Put it out. Let's put It's got to be there <laughs> you were You were a mining ship, and you had to fight other other ships that were mining the asteroids. So that they could build Sinistar. And when they completed building this satanic space station, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I can find the audio for this. 
I'm gonna go to this. This this will work. Hopefully, it won't be too loud. Oh wait, I don't have it hooked up, do I? Never mind. You can hear it. I live. He would say, I live. And he'd yell, run, 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 as he's fucking chasing you all across the screen. <laughs> Isn't that horrifying? Yeah, and it's fucked because it makes no goddamn sense. No, the fucking thing screams at you and chases you all over the place. I had no, I, I could I, I could never destroy that. Do you remember Star Castle? Let me see it. I probably know it. It had a it had a colored overlay on the screen. That's how old it is. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Such yes. A, such a shitty image to show you, right? But it was a blue overlay and then there was a You a, had to sort of a shoot red circle through. An orange. Yeah. You had to get all oh those lights to shoot the center, to shoot yeah. the ship in the center. There's the game. It's got all that 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 fancy font in the top there. I wonder how much you think one of those things costs on eBay. Three thousand dollars. Let's see. I, was just, I just I saw that first thing. I didn't even know what it was. All I saw was the price of one hundred seventy-five dollars, yeah. and I'm like, we have to buy it now. It's it's it says Star Castle on it. That is not the same no. thing. Uh, let's see, Star Castle Arcade. Let's try that. Nine hundred. That's not bad. No. Do um do do um defender. Okay. The game was fucking. You know what's awesome about that is that you could drop people from high distance. High- Twelve eighty. That's not bad. Refurbished. That's not bad at all. I got I got to type in my favorite one here and see. Dragons Lair. That was kind of a crazy one. Yeah. Because it kind of like had a story, and that fucking goofy night. Thirteen hundred. That's got Space Ace in it, too. I just can never get that game, because it's just like, wait a minute, I'm just making him go do stuff. I make a decision, he goes over there. Yeah, it was it was like the precursor to the video games we have now. You yeah. know, like, like it's a precursor to a Resident Evil. You go through that door Up. and swing your sword or, or yeah. fire your gun or you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like those those books... Oh you, shit! Yeah, those books. You it get, was the. Uh, it was. It wasn't a choose your own adventure. It was a keep picking till you live. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, turn to page eight. Uh, no, there's only one paragraph there. Turn to page. Okay, okay, good. There it goes. And then it's it really just gets to your head. How was the book? Yeah, you're gonna go page eight, fifteen, <laughs> twenty, twenty-two. <laughs> You'll be done in five minutes. Don't worry about it. Can you imagine being the editor on those, trying to make sure that everything's fucking right? Yeah. I never actually check to see, like, to go page by page on each one. Like, if you just... If it's always the same page. Yeah, I know. Uh, It's weird. Anybody out there remember Choose Your Own Adventure books? Oh, they must. It wasn't Choose Your Own Adventure, because, like, do you only get two choices, die or live? Well, that's a choice. (laughs) Die, 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 die. Die, 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 die. Funny, I was thinking that when I was... No, no. (laughs) I'd like to. I'd like to have a, a, a an arcade machine or a pinball machine. That would be awesome. Here, kids, this is your piggy bank. Yeah. 
be good at Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. Cole would lose his shit. Can you imagine putting a Donkey Kong game in front of Cole? Oh my God, he um he was you know he was really sweet. That was something he did about a year ago because we talked about that and I showed it to him like on my phone and stuff like that. And I he had some one. of those like like um those like Nintendo Wii coins, like whatever, like in this mm. little account. And uh, he found Donkey Kong. Huh. That he could get like the eight bit version on his Wii, oh. and he goes, "Oh, Dad, I downloaded this for you because I thought you'd like that." I'm like, "All right," because I don't want to play any of this other shit, fucking Mario and all that other crap, you know, yeah. Mario Kart. Mario can go fuck himself. Him it's a me, Aquaman, Aqua Mario. So, how how much did you play Donkey Kong? A little bit. Yeah, when back in the day, or when he he got it. Either. Well, I a little bit. A little bit. Like I said, I really liked um, I liked that Karate Champ game. I liked Defender. I liked Asteroids. Um, some driving games I really liked. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. But when I was a kid and I had the Atari 2600, that was all about Pitfall. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, that's the one I, I probably remember most. That, that was the one that... You know, there was always one game you wanted to play so much that you, yeah. you pretended you were sick. <laughs> Mine was Pitfall. Mm. Um, what else? The game system I had after that was probably not until the first Game Boy came out. Wow. I had that, yeah. And then um, after that, my next one was probably... Because I didn't own them because friends had them and I would just go right. there. But my own was the PlayStation 1. Julie got that for me in my first like summer that we were together. Okay. My birthday. Um, it, and it's somewhere in that house right now. So I kind of went. When, I mean, once you're old enough to buy them yourself. Yeah. You just, I kind of went a little crazy. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So I have a PlayStation 1 and a Nintendo 64. Okay. Good. Okay, I have a PlayStation Two, and a GameCube. Nah, the Xbox looks alright. I I got the Xbox like two years before the Xbox 360 came out. Yeah, so I had all these discounted I did games. Get, I, I did could buy. get. Yeah, I did get the Xbox. Um, but being able to buy them is totally different than opening that box at Christmas. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. So I haven't I haven't upgraded to any of the new ones. I don't probably know which one for, I'll do. Probably I I'm gonna go with the with the three sixty. Yeah. Uh the one. the one. The one. Um because I don't use the PlayStation three for gaming. And none of them are neither of the new ones are backward compatible, right? I don't think so. I'm gonna take the three sixty and bring it in here because um the um the the Rocksmith game that teaches you to play guitar, if you go through a receiver to the T V it delays the signal. And you can't compensate for it. Uh, so I have a hard time uh, playing along with the songs because I, I will strum it at the right time, but it won't register it. So my timing's up. But if I bring it here and just put it on that TV, it'll all be nah, in time. Cool. Yeah. And then I can do that. But, um, like, I, <laughs> I know this is totally irresponsible parenting. But uh, I talked with Ellen, and I'm like, if you want to get me the Xbox One for Christmas, this is that Batman game that looks really good. There's the Dying Light and uh, The Evil Within. I said, but if you get any games, you get Alien Isolation, 
and you give it to me and Ripley. <laughs> because Ripley asks like once a week, is that game out yet? Can we play the game with me in it? Yeah. She says that. That's with funny. me in it. And now that they're going to do the original crew as like a free download at right. launch or it's going to be included or you could play as the actual That's Ripley cool. instead of Amanda Ripley. I got to tell you though like when I got that um <laughs> the PSP Vita a yeah. while ago games like I mean you remember when we all at the theater got the PSP <laughs> Yep, you know, and there was like that little weird like cabal of us who just all played. Yeah, um, game like I tried to answer you, and the soda spilled out of my mouth. Um, video games have changed like that had changed so much from what I was used to. It was really interesting. Yeah, but just look you at know, the jump. download content. Look at the jump from what was that? To in ten years. Yeah. I mean, everybody that has a smartphone is a gamer now as opposed to nerds. Yeah. Yeah. If you play, I mean, Ellen plays like Triple Town, a game with houses and bears and stuff. It's a cute little game. She plays that. She wouldn't consider herself a gamer, but she is definitely like she has um, like a Simpsons tapped out game. She has one like that, but it's different. Like there's the how to train your dragon one. There's games. People are playing games way more than they ever have. And yeah, they, it's, they, it's amazing. Technology is just—it's just. I phenomenal. never, never would have guessed that that's that that would be a, a byproduct of smartphones. And more yeah, gaming. No one, no one would have guessed it. Nope. So, thanks, Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some there's some pretty decent games. I am a little pissed off with the Star Wars Commander game, though. Is it bad? No. There are going to be games you'll be able to play on your iPad. What's bad is I send my troops in, and I can't tell them what to fucking attack. So there'll be a a turret pounding this fucking tank with laser fire. Yeah. And the tank's shooting at the wall, like, next to the turret. Like, I had an ad at walk around two turrets through a shield and just get hit with everything and just collapse like what the fuck you should be able to tap a tap a thing on the screen that says command yeah tap on the vehicle tap on tap a target on the target right and if if say the tank can tar- can 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 uh, target turrets then it can if the the yeah. walking missile platform targets shield generators, that's what it goes for. It's missing that key component, and I've lost a lot of battles because I got stupid fucking troops. And I realize they're stormtroopers, but still, they're just walking all over the place. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to go over here. Like, you should be able to direct them. They have better. not. There has not been a good mobile Star Wars game. No, nothing. I tried Tiny Death Star. Yeah, which is it's the it's the fucking hotel game. When I upgraded my phone, I I couldn't I couldn't import my progress. Really? And I wrote to them. I don't because it doesn't save. I don't didn't save to the cloud. There is no save. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They it just stays locally on that phone. On that one phone. Yeah. So even when you back up and restore, like you back up. I restored. I, I restored from a backup. I, I back, 
put the backup on the new phone. Yeah, but that it wasn't wouldn't, part it wouldn't of it? do it. No, That's it was to the old phone. So I wrote to them and I'm like, I need to transfer my progress yeah. over. And uh, they said, oh, we're, we're not capable. We don't have that capability yet. I'm like, oh, well, it was fun playing. See you later. Yeah. I actually wrote back and said, that's too bad. Let me know when you do. Because I'm not, I'm not starting over. Yeah. I had like 50 levels. Yeah. But no, there has not been. A, I mean, there's been a, a cockpit gunner for the Falcon. That's yeah, but even okay. That, I mean, it was fun because it played with some it's of the... It's limited. Yeah. It was it what, played augmented, with the augmented reality. reality and yeah. that was fun for like five seconds. But until, I don't... I until don't, you find yourself walking around a room like a... Yeah, like I don't, don't want to spin 360 degrees in a chair yeah. to find one TIE fighter that's like hanging out my peripheral vision. Right. I don't know. I mean, you kind of get what they're trying to do, and that's fine. That's great to experiment. I mean, Force Commander, uh, not Force Commander, that was a different game. Commander is a free game. Yeah. It's a freemium game. Yeah. Right? Um, just Bioshock came out. Let me, let me be, I, I, was, I was never lit up by Bioshock. It was good. They were decent games, but. Yeah. I got a special place. It's got a special place in my hmm. heart. Because I was at the opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was the dude. <laughs> The doctor, surgeon, fucked up dude. <laughs> and then when I saw the game in play, I'm like, holy shit. Mm. That's <laughs> fucked up. They were good. Was, yeah. Mm. But you know what it is? I think that what made those games amazing the first time, it's like, okay, we get it. <clears throat> we get it. All right, second time. Okay, that's it. Underwater now. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just like, fine. The new one, the, the newest one, Infinity or whatever it was called, where you're on the floating. Yeah. In the floating city. Like, it started off with racial tension and and class warfare and, and lots of racism. And I'm like, this is great. This is real, like, storytelling. And there's, you know, there's, there's, there's conflict between the inhabitants of yeah. this city. And then two hours into the game, you're just shooting everybody in the face. See, but that's the thing. Like, it's a like lot of these games. you guys missed all your story. A lot of these games that... It really just, and it's everything from Uncharted to mm. The Last of Us to the Call of <clears throat> Duty games to all of these, a lot of these really, really popular games. They're just, they're very basically, they're the same thing. The You're le- going the from, Last of Us was really, it, that no, was. No, I saw a bunch of that. When I was at, when of, I was at Dan's, I, I, I saw a bunch yeah. of it. And it was, but I'll tell you, I mean, the story was kind of interesting, but it really reminded me of almost like a Walking Dead Uncharted. And that could just be the cynic in me. I mean, it it, yeah, great. I think it is. <laughs> I think the voice acting was great. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that was really, really good. But at its base, it's still like, okay, we're going to get from point A to point B. That's, but and, yeah, but I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. You, you're going to fly around and shoot the aliens and pick up the people before they hit the ground. I right. Mean, but this, but but the Last of Us, I would. Uh, the rest of them, fine. That's all they. Are. But the Last of Us, I uh, I honestly do feel like that's in a in a class. On its own, yeah. Because there's a because it had mad story, yeah. But it had moments that weren't even like scripted moments. One one moment was like, oh look a giraffe, yeah. And let's go see the giraffe. And you you work your way across the buildings, and I just put the controller down and I watched this giraffe eat <laughs> because it was a quiet moment and it yeah. was like no one was trying to kill me, which is weird. Like and like it looked. Beautiful. The, the 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 characters, the humans, actually, they look good. They had some kind they of really good. 
decent AI, yeah. they'd flank you. I mean, their general search patterns were kind of stupid, but once they were alerted, it just it changed. It was it was a different kind of game. Like the going in, going to get the girl because I forget her name, Ellie, yeah. I think. Going to get her in the cabin with the snow, sneaking all the way around the lake or the bay or I forget what it was. Uh, um, yeah, when she, I think it's interesting when she's like hunting that deer. Yeah, and you're wide like forever. You're like tracking this deer, and it's just like it. It got long, and then it was like oh, annoying. But it's just like okay, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah, you know, it was great. It took. It took. It it actually. It was it was one of the best games I've played. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would play it again, though. I'm really curious to see. It was very draining, <laughs> emotionally. I'm, I'm going to be, be very curious to see what ends up happening with games like Unleashed, Force Unleashed, mm. which was awesome. Because you could, the way you could use the Force and yeah. do stuff like that. In the first I one. Mean, the second one. Yeah, because it tried too hard, and it just turns into a leather. Oh, now it's, it's like, oh, great, I'm just, blowing up TIE yeah, Fighters with lightning. It's mm. a fighting game, you know? Yeah. But it was really kind of fun trying to get control of the force and figure out what yeah. you could do and it's really awesome when you've got a, a stormtrooper and you just send him way up to the like the, the, the to the ceiling of this super high hangar and then you just let him go yeah and he just falls and he dies and that's just <laughs> fucking hilarious the um uh battlefront 3 is what i'm really looking forward to battlefront games i could never get into i don't know why i only like i only, like, I I only like the star wars ones yeah, again, not. it's one of those I need to like the franchise, but I was more of a, I was more of a uh, the the space part of it rather than the troop yeah. part of it on the ground. But I I've I've heard rumors that it's all encompassing, like the whole, like like atmospheric ship to ship battle, get you ship on the ground, fly up, fight, really, like they should be able to do a lot. They like um. I really like the Medal of Honor series. They were I played good. a lot of those. They those were, were good. I loved those. I loved those. They're, those were awesome. Got, there was a point where it just it was like, all right. First, it was like, you've made too many of these. And then it was like, all right, you're not keeping up with what other games are doing. Well, I was really surprised when the Call of Duty stuff, because all that started, like, in, it was all World War II stuff. Yeah. And then the Call of Duty stuff went way, you know, jumped ahead to more right. modern stuff. And. I mean, it's good. It looks great, and the gameplay is kind of fun. Mm. Um, There's something very satisfying about targeting a tank, shooting the missile off, and it goes like 12 feet straight and then shoots straight up in the <laughs> air and disappears and then falls on top of the tank. Yeah. That was nice. I like that. Did, um, oh, what's the movie? Oh, you know what else I watched that I thought was pretty good? The second G.I. Joe movie. That was all right. That, that was, wasn't that bad. was like dumb fun. Yeah. I really liked uh, Channing Tatum and The Rock together. Yeah. They were pretty good. I think Tatum is um, an untapped comedic actor. I think he could do really well. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the Jump Street series. I have to see the got- second one, but he was, he was good in the first one. Yeah. I didn't see Magic guy. Mike. It's not for us. I heard it was good. No, I heard it was good, too. So, uh, you know what? We've gone an, almost an hour without a break. Well, then let's uh, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, um, I gotta open the email and then yeah. I gotta, I gotta switch that input because I was watching stuff in here the other uh, day and I 
So let's see uh, what we got. All right, so that's there. So hold on one second while I go down here and fix this. Great. You're welcome, Scott. You just keep talking. All right, I'll just keep talking. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to decide because um, I'm going to buy a game system. So when I get closer to being ready to do that, I'll make a decision. Um, I'll look around, see what my friends are doing, probably pick Xbox. Um, although I am a big PlayStation fan. I don't know. Would you so, go 360 or what? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's... Like I like the idea of doing the 360 because there's a ton of games out there. Right, right. Um, so there'd be a ton of games out there to play. But then again, I mean, realistically, I'm not going to play a ton of games. I'm going to find two or three that I'm really going to like. You know, like I love the Splinter Cell series. Do they still? Do they still I make don't those? Know. I don't think so. I don't. I haven't seen any. Huh? Let me see something here. <laughs> Don't discount Gamefly, though. I don't. I belong to Gamefly. Oh, do you? I have a Gamefly subscription. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't remember the last Splinter Cell they made. I never got into those, though. So I, I like uh, them. It was actually a pretty good one for um for the phone. Oh, there was one released last year. Blacklist. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Are they making a new Resident Evil game? Probably. I can't remember. Six. Revelations I just got the other day. I bought it actually through Gamefly. <sighs> they're, I know they're redoing... Um, the first one or two games in HD. Um, so it's like a re-remake. Because oh, they... Really? They redid it for the GameCube. I want to say, yeah, right here, Resident Evil Archives. Um, it was like a, no, wait, is that it? I don't know. There was a, fuck, I don't know anymore. They redid it and like the, it looked way better than it ever has. But there's a supposedly a Silent Hill game coming from Guillermo del Toro. Um, yeah. So a bunch of decent stuff. Way more video game talk in this episode than I thought, huh? Uh, yeah, seriously. So, all right. Um, yeah, here's what Splinter Cell Conviction looks like on the phone. Uh, it wasn't bad. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it was fun. You know what games I like that were that were terrible? Siphon Filter. Fuck you. I loved Siphon Filter. They were bad, but oh, they were a lot of fun. I loved that fucking series. I loved that game so much. Yeah, no, I loved I had all of those. <laughs> I got all of those. That's what I... When I had my first... Like, when I got that PlayStation, yeah. what I got was... Because Olivia was just a baby. Right. And so I played um, Gran Turismo. Mm. I played baseball. Okay. And I played um, Siphon Filter. And another one we played, it was um, it was like it was like a Marvel versus kind of thing. Oh, Marvel just, versus Capcom. That no, it wasn't even that. It was all Marvel people. Oh, all right. Right. And um, and this was one of those things where like I played Julie once, and we both just mashed buttons, <laughs> and she ended up winning. And she got up and walked away. She's like. 
All right, that's it. And then she never played again. It's eternal champion. And then she got to brag that, oh, she's undefeated, and she can go fuck herself. But um, my favorite games for the PlayStation 1 and 2 were the Tony Hawk games. Up to a certain point, then they got over overly complicated. I never gave a shit about Tony Hawk. I didn't give a shit about Tony Hawk until I stopped skating. Because mm. when you skated, and it was in the 80s. Yeah. In early nineties and to- fuck Tony Hawk, because um, he was just too good. Yeah, I played a lot of tennis as well. <laughs> I loved a lot of tennis on PlayStation. Hmm. So I would probably so if I got like the Xbox One, that would be my thing. I'd probably find one really good car game, like one of the Need for Speed ones where you get chased by the cops. Okay, I l- fucking love those. Um, I'd probably get a baseball game and get a basketball game. Hmm. Um. Like a splinter cell, something stealthy where you could shoot and kill people. Um, but then go through Gamefly and try a bunch of different shit out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like Gamefly. I like it a lot. Yeah. What's Gamefly digital? What is that? Just downloading stuff, maybe. Sold its digital download business to at gamesholding.com. Oh, sorry, limited. So I guess it's not there anymore. Hmm. It must be. Is it like like computer only and not? Yeah, it's probably just all PC stuff. That's what it looks like from those covers. Hmm. Ah, requires a Steam client to play. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. So what else we got? What do we got on the 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 group? Anything? A bunch of stuff, but oh, can we? Did you want to talk about the celebrity nudity thing? Uh, yeah, this is what I want to say. You don't want naked pictures leaked. Don't take fucking naked well, pictures. I mean, yeah, one there's that, and don't store them. And then don't be surprised when people want to see your cooch. Of course, people. I mean, of course. I, I, and you know what I heard? I, I was just like, oh, who was it? Jennifer Lawrence? Nah, big deal. I don't care. I clicked one link because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read the headline enough, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I clicked off because, like, I don't, I don't care. I don't, you know, whatever. It's don't be surprised. I mean, that's the thing. It's just don't be surprised. Is it? Is it? Is it bad? Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. Right. No one should have that happen to them. But no one's gonna see pictures of me naked first because nobody ever fucking wants to see that. No. And second, because I don't do that. No, no, no. No pictures of you why naked. Do you no, do, you why? have to experience that live. Why do people do that? Let's just get away from the whole pictures were leaked. Well, I don't know. Why? Like, What were the context of some of these pictures? They were like at home. Like just I well whatever you know what someone like Jennifer Lawrence she looks fantastic I didn't see hers I don't know. I don't I I don't know she looks I mean but who knows you know maybe she just wants a little memento of what you know like when later when she gets older she can look back and go yeah I rocked this shit whatever maybe. it's your ego or whatever or you send it to a you know a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever save them in but the don't, cloud don't save them in the cloud don't save them in a place where people are gonna see them put them you know, on a, how put them on a hard possible. drive and then disconnect it yeah. So, um, I just think they're making a bigger, much bigger deal about it than it needs to be. Like, people are, like, fucking surprised. And then someone like Lena Dunham comes out. Shut up. You, nobody wants to see you naked. No one wants to hear you talking about naked people. Fuck you, Lena What did Dunham. she say? She said it's bad. But yeah, we get yeah, it. Well, I know. Shut the I fuck up. Everybody bad. comes out. Like, yeah, we get it. 
So why that's news, I have no fucking clue. But whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. Because you know what's going to happen now. Well, how would you like it if pictures of your kids? I'm just like. Well, that's a whole different that's story. That's a whole different story. A, none of them are naked. Mm-hmm. B, none of them are naked. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. that's that's how I feel about that. Because that's the big news this week. That's not news. I know. That's an unfortunate event. Yeah, it's not really. It's not news in so much as, hey, this happened. Yeah, because it didn't yeah. happen to me. Right. I'm not going to look at them because I have a little bit of respect for the people. I mean... Granted, a few years ago when Scarlett Johansson's leaked, I might have looked. Yeah, boobs are boobs. Four or five times. Boobs are boobs. You know, if there's a she's dick got in a, her mouth, maybe I'll watch it. She's got a that. nice shape. She's she's shaped. She's kind of curvy. Yeah, I like that. Um, but still. I, I looked, and then she said, please don't look at him. I'm like, all right, Black Widow, I won't. Yeah. That's fine. I, there are more than enough people online that want to be looked at naked. Seriously. Anyway. All right. Let's see what else we got here. A lot of people saying, um, you know. Stuff. Stuff. Good stuff to you. I appreciate that very much. Woman um, shits in supermarket. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. Does the historical Jesus. Uh. No, he didn't. It's easy. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. They renamed uh, it. Yep. I'm very surprised they did. I'm very surprised I didn't get a call that said, hey, thanks. Yeah, here's 20 bucks. Because I was saying that from the very first time I saw that fucking trailer, I was talking about that. Yep. Yeah. Camera can go fuck himself. Oh, no, we're going to. Do you want to be awesome? (coughs) You know what would be be like a dream for me? I would actually go see this movie. Because if they cast Kirk Cameron as Aquaman, man, talk about killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. Fuck Kirk Cameron as Aquaman. You get them both. Yeah. Let's read that real quick. Because <laughs> we're going to be covering this movie. He can go fuck himself. Uh, load. Okay. Hollywood actor says this new movie will hammer political correctness and frustrate atheist activists. But here's the thing. What the fuck are what, ace- e- the atheist exactly. activists? Exactly. They don't really don't understand. They really, you know, an atheist activist. You, do, do you know what an atheist activist does? They do the New York Times crossword puzzle on Sunday morning. That's what their activistic is. It's not a word. I, I, I think what he's point. what he's thinking of would be constitutional activists that um, say stop trying to teach your bullshit yeah. creationism in my classroom. So tired of telling religious people to stop trying to shove this stuff down my throat. Actor Kirk Cameron is taking political correctness to task this fall with a new movie that aims to deflate arguments regularly made against Christmas while simultaneously pushing back against atheist activists' annual attack on the holiday. I don't know about you. I do know about you. But I don't know about anybody listening. But I celebrate Christmas because it's a good time to remember family. And presents. And get together. And work's closed. So what else do I have to do? Um... In Saving Christmas, Cameron plans to tackle some of the most controversial and disputed issues surrounding the celebration of Jesus Christ's birthday. Jesus Christ. Claims that he says have had a profound impact on the way believers and non-believers alike view the Christian celebration. He's quoted as saying, We take on some of the most commonly parroted myths about the origins of Christmas. Ugh. Like what, Kirk? 
We'll get to it. Hold on. And we are not watching the trailer. Oh, come I on. Want, no, I want to go into this movie cold. I don't want to see the trailer. I want to see the trailer. And you can watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> and while he has no idea exactly how atheists will respond to the feature film, um, Ridicule and Derision, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Which is slated to open November 14th in theaters across America. He predicts they likely won't be too elated with its storyline. Come on, just play the trailer. I assume they're going to get frustrated to see some of their best arguments deflated by this movie because we take on some of the most commonly parroted myths Which about are the origins what? What of Christmas. What are those misparroted things? Well, do you want the trailer or not? Because the, the trailer's trailer. in the middle. Yeah. All right. It's a limited engagement, too. Of course it is. All right, let's see what we got here. Come on. Do you ever feel like Christmas has been hijacked? No. Hey, uh, where's Christian? How's he doing? Is he okay? Oh, he's fine, really. He's just, he's just not into Christmas this year, that's all. By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings, whatever that means. You okay? This is not what Christmas is all about. Some want to pull down every manger scene and tell us why our favorite Christmas traditions are wrong. Newsflash, not in the Bible. That's a pagan idol symbol. It was the winter solstice. Jesus was not born in December. It's exactly what the Druids did. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. And guess what? Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took, and just took it. Isn't it time somebody He just said Jesus up? was black. Yes. Everything you see inside there, it's all about Christmas. It's all about Jesus. This looks fucking terrible. I know you love Christmas and you want it to be all about what it's all about. This Christmas. Why is there a cross? Dive headfirst into all of the joy, the dancing, the celebration, the feasting, the imagination and traditions that glorify the true reason for the season. Ooh, work, Holy Spirit. Ha! Can I get an amen? I see yeah. The scales are falling off. Glory! Ah! Glory! Mm. Join me and my family, and together, let's put Christ back into Christmas. Can't. That's the Starlog font. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Can we go? Can we broadcast live? Wow. No, I'm just torrent the shit out of that. Unlike some of his more recent projects, Saving Christmas isn't a documentary. It's a comedic narrative that weaves together educational elements that, through a character-driven storyline, address these common complaints and critiques. What, you know what? part of the... A of comedic... It, a comedic... Narrative. Narrative that yes. weaves together educational elements through a character-driven storyline. That is every movie. Um, what part of, of is he addressing when he does bad breakdancing in the trailer? I don't know, but look at the name of the guy. His name is Christian White. Christian, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Christian shit. Christian White. Yep. Cameron said some of the claims that will be addressed in the film... <laughs> Include the notion that Christmas is really a church is a church co-opting of winter solstice celebrations, 
that Jesus was not born on December 25th, that Christmas trees are pagan, and that consumerism is overshadowing the true reason for the season. I think Cameron is, um, he falls victim to the uh, limited scope of his surroundings. Um, Just because everything in his house is focused on Jesus does not mean that the rest of the fucking world is. Right. Or that Target is. I came up with a great analogy about religion and stuff like that. Was it fuck off? No, it was Jesus is like pizza. Okay. Okay. And it's like mostly most people I know like pizza. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Some people like pepperoni pizza. Some people like sausage pizza. Some people like nothing on their pizza. Mm. Okay. Some people don't like pizza. Right. Okay. But if you're sitting there eating a slice of like pepperoni pizza and the guy sitting next to you is eating a slice of sausage pizza, Mm. are you going to look at him and go, no, what the fuck are you eating that for? That's wrong. But it's good for him. It's what he wants. Right. That's what keeps him happy. That's what keeps him sustained. He's just like, you know, I kind of like this. And then there's some guy just like, hey, how can we not have any pizza? It's just like, "Ah, I just don't want any pizza. Not a Mm. fan. Never really got it. Right, you know, so shut the fuck up about about religion, everybody. Atheists alike, because sometimes it's getting it's getting to the point now where atheists are getting as bad as Christians. Atheists (laughs) that is never going to happen. No, but but, no, my my point is like with the whole sort of like like postulating everything. I saw one thing somewhere. I didn't even read the article because the whole idea is fucking preposterous. It's just like about about atheists gathering. Yeah, you know what that is. Um, That's uh, it's That's a mall. mall. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know, huh? <laughs> See what happens when we rehearse, folks? My, my point is... Yeah, we're not organized. But everybody, everybody on both sides need to just shut the fuck up. I told you a while ago, my sister told me that she wanted to pray for me. And yeah. quite frankly, I think it would have done everybody a whole lot of good if she would just finger bang herself and yep. get it over yep. with. Like, you know what? Then you're happier. I don't have to listen to your bullshit. I don't have to say... Thank you in a way that is supposed to sound grateful, but isn't really because it doesn't mean anything to me. And for me to even suggest that it means something to me is one, it's dishonest. And two, it almost puts your beliefs and like it's almost mocking your beliefs, which isn't cool. You shouldn't mock other people's beliefs. That's what gets them through the night. Fine. Whatever. Shut the fuck up. Now, having said that, I'm kind of bumming that we're out of pizza. I see religion more as like Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah, you can drink it. But if I care about you, I'm going to tell you it's bad for you. <laughs> but if it makes them happy, if they get something out of it. You know what? People cut themselves and it makes them happy. That's right. not that's and, not good. And, 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 but you know what, though? You talk to them about it and you stop them from doing it. But if they really want to? No. Bleh. No. Sorry. No, cutting is never the answer. Okay. Neither is code red. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so keep it out of the school, teach fact-driven empirical evidence stuff. Are we like, still talking about code red? We don't have an issue <laughs> in Massachusetts with with people trying to, you know, inject religion into every aspect. Like, no, but on the flip side, we're of above that, the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, I know. But on the flip side of that, though, I I have seen instances where political correctness goes a little bit too far. Oh, absolutely. You know. It's just like moderation in all things, folks. Seriously. 
Seriously, I really thought I may add something to the whole don't be an asshole. I think I might add shut the fuck up. Don't be an asshole and shut the fuck up. Mind your own business. Brush after every meal. That mostly works. Mind your own business mostly works. Anyway. It's like it's like you need the three laws of robotics there. <sighs> shut the fuck up unless somebody's going to hurt themselves. <laughs> the first rule of Frank Botics. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a good first rule. I know, right? All right. Let's do this. Because I'm not going to read the rest of that Kirk Cameron no, bullshit. You can go fuck himself like I can. Time to stop what you're doing and listen to my segment. I hate that shit. (laughs) Let's get the level right here. Last rites with Reverend Scott. (laughs) What is wrong with people? They're dumb. (laughs) Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And while I would tell you that I have a whole lot to say this week, that would be a lie. And as we all know, I never lie. Now let me just tell you one thing quickly, Frank. If you need anyone to edit some audio together for your pending trial, you just let me know. I'll have you acquitted faster than that judge can ask you why your pants are falling down in court. But I digress. While I may not have a typical segment for you this week, what I do have is a little story that I want to play for you. It's the story of two people that spent a night of passion together in a house. Chris's house. It's you guys. This is your story. Enjoy. <laughs> Shit. If you had done anything that made me question me allowing you into my house, you wouldn't be I in wouldn't. my house. All right. So I and think that, that you have been welcome from, from you know, the, yes, before fact, the beginning. Been. This is the most I've ever extended to anybody. Oh, no, I know. Um, oh. And I got to be totally honest. It was a little weird <laughs> the first time. I'll be honest. Um, I was pretty fucking terrified. At first, I was really angry. Then I'm just like, fuck, this is like a thing. This is happening. I'm not going home tonight. And um, so I was scared. I was scared. I think that's, that's a reasonable reaction yeah, to the situation. I was scared because I didn't know what was going to happen. Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Wait a minute. No! <laughs> no. You, think, you think it's a cliche, but goddamn. No, cliches exist for a reason. Stereotypes exist for a reason. Like, no, seriously, look at that ass. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck's in it. And that's what I'm going to say. I don't know what's inside this. It's so good. Uh, oh, oh, God, yes. Uh, my ass was so swollen. I had to put it in a like a waste basket of ice to bring the swelling down. I didn't get my drugs in me until um, you know later, and then I still it needed to sort of catch up. Oh yeah, with itself. Totally. So it would take like Thursday. It took me till Thursday before I was walking normally again, and I had to take two days off of work. Frank was in an orange jumpsuit, all right? And Scott, if you find a way to make that funny, I'll kiss you on the mouth. Well, pucker up, Frank, because I guarantee you're still laughing at that. That's it for tonight. Peace and love, guys. Oh, damn. (laughs) Wah! Giant butt! (laughs) Ah!
Oh, that was that was really fucking weird. He's got well weeks done. worth of material. You know what's there. crazy is that. I often joke, it's just like, oh, I think he cuts like letter by letter by letter to get a word. But you heard that. He's just like word for like taking words yeah. and just throwing sentences together. Yeah. Oh, man. He really needs to get cable or something, something <laughs> to do with his time. But uh, Scott, that was hilarious. Thank you. That was good. Um, that was well good. done. Um, wow. Yeah. Anywho. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. All right, that's it, huh? All right, yeah, I guess so. Um, Facebook, the other thing, email, whatever. Uh, we'll be back next week. Next week, we're going to be able to talk a little bit about um, the new iPhone that's being announced on the 9th. Oh, on yeah. Tuesday. That's right. So, and uh, what also may be the iWatch that may be announced. You, you've been saying that for three years now. Uh, I think we're going to hear something about it on Tuesday. I just want to update my uh, my OS now. Yeah, That's do, do you know what? Um, do, do you know how I know that there's going to be something with the watch? No, because the invite that they sent out to everybody just says nine nine fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, the little thing under it says time for something new. Time like mm. a watch. Yeah, too clever by half. They do shit like that all the time. I know. I know. I'm telling you. And they also do shit to fuck with people. They're going to talk about the watch. They could, they could, they could come out and say, "You know, expect us to have a watch." <laughs> Middle fingers all over the place. Fuck you, we're not making a watch. They're going to announce a watch. I don't know. They'd have to. They, they, it would have to be amazing. Yeah, it's it a does. watch. Nobody it, wears watches anymore. It, but they will if it tells you who called. Your phone tells you that. Yeah, but it's in my pocket. Do you know what would be really, really, really funny? Hmm. Is if they came out with like the eye pocket watch. Nobody saw me put my hands up futilely like who gives a shit when you <laughs> said that before. A pocket watch, that's funny because the whole argument is that you don't have to take your phone yes. out. Then we'd all have to wear vests again. Alright. I think it would be nice. That'd be all right. you know, it would sharpen up the country a little bit. Yeah. And yet still, you know, gangster type folks would figure out some way to make their ass hang out of their vest. Well, you just don't wear pants at that point. Yeah, right? that's you'd, true. you'd be basically Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. It's fucked up. I don't know. Daisy doesn't wear pants either. All right. Well, maybe that's why Donald doesn't wear pants. <laughs> fucking ugh. nope. Fucking duck. <sighs> I mean, who's gonna fuck a? Well, never mind that guy. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, have a great week. Again, thanks for all the well wishes. Things are definitely uh, moving forward in a positive direction. So, um, yay that. And I got nothing else. All right. Bye-bye. We we got to both wake up early, so we're done. Bye-bye.
Are you still there? Now there are a lot of couples shows. There's a dating game, newlywed game, family game, baby game. They don't have divorce game. You've seen the shows, bunch of couples sitting around giggling. <laughs> Ask them dopey questions. Do you have any pet names? Yes, Godzilla. <laughs> and they always try to get him into a little fight, especially on newlywed game. If her answer doesn't match his answer when he comes out, they make him fight a little, you know. What do you mean chocolate? Chocolate, Jesus, chocolate. Pistachio, man. He says chocolate, you know? You're not getting any tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to see divorce game. I think it's realistic. It's the one part of the male-female relationship they haven't capitalized on. I mean, they have divorce court on TV. Why not divorce game? Face it, it should be a positive thing, not, not an ending of something. It's two people beginning new lives, you know? Give them appropriate prizes. Give them dance lessons and... Wardrobe, singles, weekend, cosmetic surgery, whatever seems appropriate, you know? Get them going right. Welcome to Divorce Game, brought to you by National Van Lines. Yes, sir. If you're breaking up a home, let National break it up for you. And now, here's America's favorite divorce funny man, the fellow with the split personality, Don Decree. Love's more comfortable the second time around. Thank you, Don Pardo, and hi out there, everyone. Boo! Find another nice house today. Welcome to Divorce Game, the show where some lucky couple actually wins a legal divorce right on the air. And spends an exciting week together here in Hollywood as our guest at the fabulous Veterans Hospital. And a little later on, we'll be playing our home divorce game. That's where we call a housewife at random and tell her her husband is downtown drinking with another woman. Yes, sir. Okay. That'll be lots of fun, but we'll be doing that a little bit later on in our show. Right now, it's time to meet a couple from yesterday, Raul and Congolia Breckenridge. Been married 16 years and really can't stand one another. He's a pearl diver from Yuma and been out of work for some time now. His hobbies are lighting fires and helping the poor. Her hobbies collecting foreign tennis balls and knitting humorous cummerbunds. And together they make napalm at home for a local right-wing group. Wonderful couple, and uh, they chose category number four, mental cruelty. Okay, ladies, cool it. I know that's your favorite, mental cruelty. <laughs> and yesterday, you awarded them a divorce right here on our stage. And now it's time to determine the custody of their children. <laughs> we'll spin the big custody wheel. And we'll find out who gets who. Congolia, what are the ages of your children? Well, we have triplets, six, five, and one. <laughs> Okay, let's spin the big custody wheel and find out how many she'll get to keep. None! You don't keep any. Mr. Breckenridge gets all the children. How do you feel about that, Mr. Breckenridge? Uh, do you think we could let her spin that wheel one more time, Don? No, the decision of the wheel is final, and now it's alimony time! Okay, cool it, ladies. Alimony time. Yes, sir. And as you know, we like to be just as fair as the courts in awarding alimony, and so we use the alimony dartboard. 
Congolia will throw three darts to determine her weekly alimony. Oh, yeah. $1,550 a week. That's a new divorce game record. And I recall from Mr. Breckenridge's card, he only makes $1,500 a year. Well, we'll see him soon on our new nighttime show, Jail Game. Stay tuned for Sue Your Neighbor. And you bet your parents. Okay, like... that's enough. No more talking. 